Yo, it's the most dope show. It's about that time to get live. Take a break from your eight to five. The mother guys don't have the ability to rip it. We kick it. Three guys on representing with the most killer spirit. And we coming with the jokes. So you better grab a good pen and pad for your notes. And forget the mother folks, cause we got the best quotes. Randolph does more than just jokers. He woke and he got the files. Tell Andy Klein to turn up the dial. I don't know where that boy Tim is now. Raising the daughter, he hella proud. Andy is straight up and Randolph ain't here for racist. When Tim Miller hit that got funny as shit. The sock puppets always be there to assist. Too many to name, but they all of the shit. I guess I could try. Love me some Frankie French. Milner and Mike B. Be lit. I cannot forget about Petey and Chris. JL Covan with them Trump impressions. Riding Cameron coming from the black guy who tips. That's a whole damn nation, so they always near. Pop, pop, bang, bang. Getting green romaine. Three guys on sock puppet nation. Gang, gang. Yeah. Dominic. Puerto Rico, Suave. I know you thought I forgot about you, but I ain't gonna get about you, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Puerto Rico, uh, Puerto Rico, Suave. Hey, 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 hey. Who we got? Am I muted? Nah, I hear you. Are we live? Okay. Oh, now I'm up. I don't know why I was oh, yeah, up. Oh, anyway, no. There you go. Okay. Hey, they got um, they got Old Bay uh, cheesy, cheesy Puffs. I grabbed a pair, grabbed a bag of uh, Giant. They're good. Mm. Old cheesy Bay. Puffs. Yeah, I just, that's what I call cheesy. They call the, the, yeah, the, the Puff the Cheetos. Curls. The mm-hmm. Puff Cheetos. I'm mm-hmm. not a big Puff Cheetos fan. I like the War Club. Ooh, I love them. I like the War Club, but these got that. They put Old Bay on anything. Especially yes, around here. Some of the shit I try to avoid, like they got the Old Bay uh, popcorn, caramel popcorn, Old Bay caramel popcorn. It seems a little busy. I almost pulled the trigger on it. I was like, I don't need, I don't need that much, I don't need that much carbohydrates in my life. I really don't. <laughs> That's not like a lot happening. <laughs> I really don't need, because I will eat that whole tub if it tastes what I think it's gonna taste like. I'm gonna eat that whole tub. <laughs> and it was that big, like they remember them big, them big old ghetto ice cream tubs that your mom would bring home, the plastic one with the handle on it. That yeah. big one, mm-hmm. that tub costs like two dollars. Parties, yeah, it was shitty ice cream, but you would eat the fuck out of it. Mm-hmm. As normally came Napoleon with all the colors, all of the colors. Miss Barnes in the chat room is asking, "Has anybody tried the Old Bay Vodka yet?" I haven't mm-hmm. tried it, but we talked about it on the show because you know Maryland, <laughs> and uh, we got people writing in saying it was good. I was like, I'm not. I'm not a vodka drinker, so it don't bother phase me one way or the other. And if you put some old bay in my fucking bourbon, I'm gonna punch you in the face. So that's <laughs> not there's no need, there's no need to for you to put bourbon old bay in my bourbon. That doesn't need to happen. <laughs> that doesn't that doesn't is that why Baltimore happen. is so violent? It's all the old bay <laughs> making people mad all the time. Maybe they put that shit on everything. Old bay ice I got cream. Some of it in my, I got some of it in my spices, but I, it's not a go-to. Yeah, you know, I don't even think I have any right now. The Lowry's is in front. Old Bay, yeah, Old Bay's not really. I mean, it's it's not just salty. There's some other stuff going on there. It's got some yeah, some weird kick to it. Occasionally, I'll put it in my eggs if I don't have any um, Cajun sparkle. I'll put it in my eggs, but I'm a smoked paprika guy now. I'll put that shit on damn near anything. I love smoked paprika. <laughs> Yeah, you, you better because it costs damn near nine dollars a bottle up here. <laughs> Fucking like inflation. The is, they act like the shit is hard to get. I'm like, why is paprika it's a supply so chain? <laughs> you know, some stores are fucked up. Well, my in-laws are here because of uh 
my baby was in a play this week, which I'll talk about in a second, but my in-laws were here. And um, I asked him, I said, did that, did Governor Abbott's little stunt fuck off the the shelves in Texas? Like, oh yeah, (laughs) yeah. His little fucking stunt fucked off all the shelves, There's all no, the groceries in Texas. No more produce around. What, what happened? Well, they just the 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 Mexican government was like, we just won't go to Texas anymore. Fuck you. Oh, <laughs> fuck you. So that's money lost in Texas. So he fucked right. up the supply chain. Yeah, when he when he did his little stunt holding people up at the border. Oh, okay. I remember, remember that? that. Yeah, you remember can. That? You do. You do know most our food come from there, right? Right. He fucked off. He so he fucked off. First of all, that's all of Texas. He's uh, are supplying because that's where they stopped first. <laughs> that's where right. They first. <laughs> okay. So you think about all the fuck, all the money he fucked off. That uh, gas station money, all those, oh. those rest stop money, fucked off the gas station, the rest stop hookers money. He fucked off a lot of money. And the hooker lobby is strong. You know, hooker lobby. Some some upset hookers. I'd have been mad too. He fucked off the methamphetamine lobby who was who sells us to the truckers. He fucked off a lot of the weed people. The cartel. Ooh, avocados too. They grow a lot of avocados down there. Yeah, that was a big one. Uh, mm-hmm. For for real, for real. Yeah, avocado, avocado is, is a money one. maker, you and they like, be what? shooting people, taking over people, whole ass falls. But like, you know yeah. what? These my avocado bitches. So they just said, "Well, we'll just go around. We'll go to Mexico. We'll go to New Mexico, <laughs> and come in that way because they're on the border too." Oh, I can't imagine. I bet you they had all types of but shit. That, but that fucks Texas though. That fucks Texas out of all that ancillary money, all that ancillary money that we were just talking about, the gas money, <laughs> you know, the the snacks money, mm-hmm. the 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 pussy and weed money. <laughs> it fucks care. all. It fucks all that money off. <laughs> yeah, and you know. then you know they don't believe in raising taxes. So where you gonna get this money from to cover the the cost of the billions of dollars that you've lost? My father in law is convinced that he's running for president. He's gonna try and run for president. I'm like, this country's not inventing some, not electing somebody in a, in a wheelchair. The Republican Party is not putting somebody in a wheelchair up. They, their Democrats will do it. The Republicans ain't gonna do that. Yep. Did your in laws actually use the phrase uh, "they're fucking up our pussy and weed money"? Like, is that? Yeah, is I, that I put it in their vernacular. <laughs> like, Randolph. <laughs> Two things I put in this family. I fuck some height in this family, <laughs> and I got that. But I got that in the family vernacular. <laughs> me and me and my brother, we do it. We we say it around the house. Pussy and weed money. We say it whenever we're together. We go to the house. We say, <laughs> we say y'all got y'all's pussy and weed money right. I believe we've done that right, Mark. <laughs> I'm looking at Mark in the chat room. We, oh yeah, <laughs> got your pussy and weed money right. <laughs> those things are very important. That's like Randolph sends Christmas cards. Like I hope pussy and weed has treated you well this year. <laughs> yep. Here's a, here's a few dollars. Aww, Put this one. I send it that to my nephew, my my uh, my wife's sisters. Got the tip in hand. <laughs> Mark, Mark holding up his cash. I send my nephew some kind. Here got some pussy and weed money, boy. <laughs> Spend it all in one place. Fuck, fuck all fuck all that video game money. Here's some here's some pussy and weed money for you. <laughs> I'm glad you got some good life. grades. Here goes some pussy and weed money for you. <laughs> I got some good grades. Forget Ratchet and Clank. Here you go for them Get straight A's. Pussy yeah. and weed. Well, you know, my nephew has a, I was actually thinking about writing this. He has an eating disorder where he had to, uh, he had to go. Finally, we were like, we got to get him some help. My, my. The whole family was like, we all got it. We all got a piece of that. We were like, we got to get this boy some help because he's a, He's a fairly good athlete. He's just short. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's short stock. He's short. He's a but he's a good athlete, but he's not gaining any weight. Like because oh, he only eats good. certain things. 
So we had to like take him to a place to go. They took him to a spot to go talk to somebody about eating. So now like if he gets like, let's say he gets like a really good report card, he'll get any cut of steak he wants Mm, because weirdly he likes to eat steak. (laughs) So, okay, we'll buy you any cut of steak you want. No matter. Now that might seem like a, like a, Oh, that's nothing. That, that's not a real gift to give anybody. You know how much a high-end cut of steak costs? Ooh, He's not going for the Wagyu steak, is he? Wait, wait. Karen said a few hundred dollars. Is that yeah, correct, yeah. Randolph? Yeah. Is a I... high-end cut of steak a few hundred dollars? Yes. A high-end cut of steak can go easily. That I mean, Wagyu? Him... I'd be looking online. Yeah. So y'all are buying this kid. Oh, not y'all. <laughs> not y'all. I got a... I got a father-in-law who has i can buy high-end steak money <laughs> okay so hundreds of dollars worth of steak yeah if if he you know he'll get a good grade or something like that okay. it's not just we buy you steak for no good reason i just need like to, for christmas i just needed for to be christmas, clear what we were talking about because we, no, were, I home can't for, we were home for christmas <laughs> he bought he bought me and the boy uh two high-end steaks for christmas dinner okay. it wasn't worth it yeah, <laughs> it was good steak. I mean, they sell good. you can buy yeah. like uh, that Japanese wagyu steak at Costco now. It's like a couple hundred bucks in the freezer yeah. section. It was very like, good. They had actually, yeah. I was at Wegmans last night. They had uh, bacon wrapped wagyu meatballs, and I was like, a lot of words there sound good, but I don't know if I want to spend. It was a little pricey. So I is this a function of the inflation in the economy, or was this steak always hundreds of dollars? Why well, beef been, is super it's always been high end like that. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's always been always very rich. That's how I learned about wagyu and started googling it. Be like, oh, that sounds good. So I'm imagine good. you fuck that steak up. Right. I mean, you can fuck. You can fuck it off. You can cook it wrong. Oh, I'm sure you can. That's you what I'm saying. Imagine the filling. Yeah, <laughs> of burning that shit, and then because I'm gonna still eat it. If it's hundreds of dollars, I'll eat a fucking. <laughs> fucking tastes like charcoal. This that's the thing about cooking steak in the in the air fryer, man. I'm I'm like, okay, I need to I need to start experimenting with cooking steak in the air fryer, but I'm like, mm-mm. <laughs> not, not with it's this, not. Mm-mm. You, you can't <laughs> not sear it anyway. I, I, if you have a thick enough piece of steak, you get a wireless thermometer. You can cook it to the temperature you want, but. It's still not not as good. Steak doesn't really translate as well to the air fryer. If you're gonna make steak, they're gonna just put like on a salad or something. Fine, but if you want like that sear and that charcoal yeah. taste and all, you're not gonna get that. Mm. I'll put that shit on the grill though. Ooh, in a second. Yeah. See, I'll put it in the oven. I'll, I'll cook it on the, on top of the oven. But in the air fryer, I'm like, yeah, I, I can't. I, I tried it a online. couple times. Like, nah. If I'm like, prices was off the chain. This yeah. wagyu steak is all fat, so you can't even eat the whole steak. It's too rich. You just kind of take yeah. a small bite of it. But it's super expensive. My favorite cut is a porterhouse. Greg, Greg in the chat rooms asked me, "What's my favorite cut of steak? Porterhouse or London broil or London the porterhouse? What's the big one? It's about a pound of meat. Ribeye, Greg said. Okay, so ribeye is the that's it's, it's good. It's fatty, marbled, fatty. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like fucking with the bone. I feel like I give up too much meat for the bone. Yeah, you got to go savage on the bone. Yeah. I do. And if you're a certain type of refined man, such as Randolph, I can see wanting to avoid that. I mean, I will. The the problem there, Rod, is that I will do it and I don't want to be sitting someplace. If right. I'm home, I don't got a problem place. But I'll 
once if I can't just be sitting and looking at the bone on the plate at some point, yeah, it'd it be calling me and I'm gonna get in mm-hmm. on it. I don't as like a Philistine to... such as myself, <laughs> me too. I will attack mouth. that bone mm-hmm. and uh no one on it and shit. We can't have that. You know what I mean? We can't have the white man seeing me. That's how I am. I'm like, I can't down be my chin. Like, it's not even, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm definitely, I will deep throw the shit out that bone. Right right there in the middle of. <laughs> right in front of my salad. Right in front of Ruth and Chris. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> so, I just, I also don't eat it in public. Which, by the way, my nephew has decided it has the best steak, Ruth Chris. Ruth Chris, ah, uh, he's made know. that de- he's made that decision. So I, don't know. I haven't eaten enough fancy steak restaurants because to me, fancy steak restaurants feel like a bit of a ripoff. Mm. It, it is, it, yeah. It, it feels like once you make a steak at home and you ain't got to deal with all that bullshit, it's yeah. like, now why the fuck would I ever pay you money right. for this? Yeah, it is a ripoff, and the biggest ripoff is that motherfucking lettuce wedge. The fuck? I, the, why do I got to make my salad up and I pay eighteen dollars? I don't fuck. Don't fuck around with iceberg lettuce anyway. Right? Because it's 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 like eighty percent water. Right? Why has an iceberg lettuce wedge eighteen dollars? That don't make no sense. None. You can they put ice? I know it don't make sense because they put iceberg lettuce on yeah. McDonald's. Right. I go to I go to mixed green. <laughs> mixed green. Give me the mixed green salad. You don't want the wedge? No, I don't want your little funky no, ass wedge. No, I got to do the work. No, <laughs> fuck is this? If I'm paying eighteen dollars, you mix it up. Yeah, yeah, it's just you know. Once I made a steak at home that was delicious, better than some shit I had in a restaurant, I was like, oh, I, I'm paying for the sizzle. I'm yeah, paying for right. y'all bringing that hot plate out. Mm-hmm. Y'all making me wear a jacket. Yep, that's you all know, you're paying for. The, the wavy butter or whatever the fuck you put on my plate next to the rolls. So the I dim lighting. Like, oh. Yeah. The other, oh, the servers are all wearing bow ties. How, how yeah. nice is yeah. that? Well, yeah, Frankie, so Dr- Frankie drug us to that high end. Roderick. Frankie drug us to the high end steakhouse down in the village. I had $60 for a steak sandwich. I was like, this is not. Yeah, I, and I, I'm not saying I'm not saying the steak isn't worth it when it's good. I'm saying once it I made steaks it at it. home, it wasn't worth that, it. Once I made <laughs> steaks at home that were better, right. it was over for them niggas. It wasn't worth it. It's no offense to them. When I put a steak, when I got a steak off the grill, when I got a London broil off the grill, take that bitch off the grill, cut it, cut it and dice and throw it on a tortilla. Come on. I realized it was a show when they took the motherfucking little little thing that looked like a knife to wipe off the table. <laughs> I said, "Oh, that, this is a this is a trick." That shit yeah. tripped me this out. Is a trick you you tricking me into thinking I'm doing something. <laughs> I can't that that when I ate this shit at home, I wasn't doing it right. Yeah, that steak was delicious at home. I mean, go out for the treatment if y'all want the, that kind of treatment, but they just can't. You just can't trick me into thinking I, I ate something better than I ate. That's all. You know what yeah. I haven't eaten at home is filet is a uh, that restaurant round one filet mignon filet. Yeah, oh, I haven't done I one made of those couple, at home. I made those. I've done it. They're they're, they're a little too expensive. Well, they're just a little overrated because like that's a lot of money for a little bit of steak. That's a, that yeah. yes, <laughs> like it's a quality of meat <laughs> thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If anything, I used to like that. I order filet. I get a filet mignon from uh, the butcher. And, you know, it costs less than when I get at the restaurant. So then I buy more and I can actually be full. 
Because yeah. when you get at a restaurant, you be like, oh, oh, I know this shit good. It's about fifty dollars, and then you get <laughs> you on your plate, you be like, three ounces. This is like a medallion of steak. Where's the rest of the right. the cow that it's the steak and they're like, it's the finest cut. And why are all the sides twenty five dollars? Yeah, I'm right. like, you know, it'd be better if the finest cut was like three cuts. Yeah, yeah, because I remember Roger. The first time Roger took me to Roof Chris, I, I, you know, me and me and my non-refined ass, I had to look at him for the cues because I, you know, I didn't know. And when they put out them knives and shit, I was like, the fuck they putting out them knives? Why well, didn't say nothing? But after Roger left, I was like, what the fuck are they That's doing the with them knife. knives? That big one. <laughs> That's a steak knife. That's a steak. Knife. I ain't knocking it. Like I said, y'all, like I get it's an experience. It's just. When it was me, I realized I didn't care that much about the experience. But but you know what? I'll eat cheap steak. There's mm-hmm. a me too. Where we mm-hmm. where we grew up at, there was a uh, a buffet right across, like literally like maybe fifty yards from our house. Golden Corral. Across, had it. No, it wasn't Golden Corral. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was a Texas buffet. Sizzler. I know it was Sizzler. I know it was, it was Texas Roadhouse. Buffets all over Texas. It was some little Texas ass buffet. And at some point they put steak on the buffet. You had to pay a little bit more, but right. it was it was buffet prizes. Yeah, I got carving like, it for you. Fuck it. No, it was just like it was already cutting and just sit. Okay. We just sit underneath the heat lamp. I would do that maybe once, twice a month, go in there and just fuck with them, fuck with that steak. <laughs> that's all you, know? you need i mean you know you, you know it, it that once you develop a taste for the super expensive like frankie likes a dry aged yeah i don't need shit. i don't need all that and then you it's become, good. A, you I don't become need a steak that. snob and you can't have just a regular steak right. anymore like it's disgusting <laughs> to you and i don't want to become a steak snob and so. also you have to make it seem like all of that stuff make a big difference right right like because right. because if not you just some sucker that Spends too much money on steak, so you got to be like, no, man, it's a dry age. We all Actually, got something to spend too much money on. Yeah, Brandon like, doing something it. different. I'm looking at Brandon in the Zoom. Brandon done tightened his beard up into a goat. Did you pull it into a goat? <laughs> all right, it looks good. It looks good. Got the little, got the little gray professor of African American studies goat. It looks good. <laughs> Black Charles Xavier. C C C. C class, I'm here to teach you today about <laughs> what's trying, really going on. Trying to do. Uh, there's a there was a uh, we used to go to Dallas for karate tournaments, and there was a spot in Dallas that had um, uh, barbecue beef ribs that we would eat at. We would get there on Friday, and then we would go to the tournament on Saturday. We'd be there the whole weekend, but we would go riskies. Thank you, brother Mark, in the chat room. Riskies barbecue beef ribs. So imagine a pork rib, but why like would you name times. a restaurant Riskies? I don't right? know, but that but that <laughs> fucking meat was good. Was good. Yeah, slow boy. It was fucking great. It was great. Really tender meat. And even if you got it like I like it medium well. Really good. Um, yeah, cow rib, it's it's bigger than a beef rib than the little ribs we normally eat, but boy, yeah, and it was all you can eat. <laughs> it was all you can eat. Yeah, that's <laughs> down south thing. They got it up north, but it ain't the same. Let me tell you the all you can eat you don't want though. Don't ever fuck with the all you can eat pancakes. That's so stupid, right? Just I don't. have loved from them special. It's so stupid. So stupid. You you think you're getting a deal? You're like, but oh you shit! All you not. can eat pancakes. You'll eat like you two. Get that shit and drink, and that shit swells up in your belly, and that's a wrap. Yeah. You also do pancakes. that. With, uh... My dad's friend went to all you can eat Captain D's and got kicked out because uh, he kept taking the bread and off the fish so he could eat more. 
and they kicked him out and said oh. he had to eat the whole fish. <laughs> you right. had to eat the breading the, too. <laughs> yeah. Yes, because they was like, no, no, the purpose is and the he, breading. He legitimately like argued with them, and they basically had to not charge him. He's like, but show me, show me the bylaws back. where it says well, I that can't I have take the, the breading off this fish. That's not yeah. against the rule. I'm allergic <laughs> yeah, to breading. All right. I think it was, was an so Olive Garden man. has the never-ending pasta bowl. Same thing. Like it just sits. I've in done your it stomach. for lunch. Mm-hmm. The never-ending pasta yeah. bowl. That was a mistake. That should put me right to sleep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> should, yeah. All your body's in. energy goes to digesting. <laughs> yeah, that was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go back to work. I was like, bread salad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this was dumb. It's, it's, pa- it's pasta soup salad. Oh, forgot they got the soup in there too. Yeah. And the breadsticks. It's and like seven bucks. That at the church. Don't go in there right like, at the church. That shit's like lit. seven bucks. <laughs> Mistake. All right. Y'all, let's, let's get into this Tupac. I mean, the Chappelle thing. Well, before we do that, do we have any? Do we have a couple of quick notes we can get through? Uh, yeah, let me get a couple quick. Um, we, we do. We we have we got an email a little earlier that I, that's I bookmarked. We got a kind of a long comment on um, on YouTube from last week's Thursday episode. So on YouTube. Yeah, we don't don't do YouTube's a whole lot, so we got to do that. Comment from John. Good afternoon, 3GO crew. This was last week's Thursday episode. Chicken lives matter. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Like Rod, I think there are some good reasons to be cautiously optimistic about Merrick Garland and the DOJ investigations. Let me preface this by noting that information is coming out via three sources. One, January 6th committee. Two, recently released books. And most importantly, three, court filings and depositions and prosecutions of people who stormed the Capitol. The one six committee's role is to investigate the insurrection for public awareness and to advise Congress on any need uh, laws for preventing shit like this in the future. They can refer suggested criminal charges to DOJ as they have for Mark Meadows for contempt and apparently currently debating doing for Trump as well. Um, That's not the main purpose of the committee and their referrals are only advisory with DOJ making the final call on whether or not to prosecute. Recently released books obviously have the only goal of selling books. And my understanding is that the information in many of them may not be admissible evidence for DOJ to use, but I don't think they are the slam dunk evidence that many people assume. Also, much of those details are coming from people like Michael Cohen, who have a track record of lying at every opportunity and even being convicted of doing so, which is a consideration that DOJ must take seriously since building a case that relies heavily on testimony from people who lie a lot runs a very high risk due to the fact that the history of lying in and of itself could be grounds for reasonable doubt. I suspect that this is why the New York grand jury for the Trump org ultimately was ditched by Bragg. Is is um is John a lawyer? Uh, all that said, here are the reasons I'm cautiously optimistic. Number one, after seeing the DOJ be highly politicized by James Comey, whose unprecedented press conference literally bumped the polling numbers more than the eventual margin of victory for Trump, and then seeing Jeff Sessions and Bill Barr openly politicize the office, President Biden made it quite clear that his DOJ would be a heads down, no fanfare, follow the evidence style approach, which is one of the main reasons he picked Garland. The lack of leaks from DOJ is very much in character with what Biden promised for his DOJ slash AG. Number two, Garland has promised to build a case from the bottom up with no limit to how high he could go. Looking at who is getting indicted, it appears that this is precisely what DOJ is doing. Just the other day, prominent members of the Proud Boys and Oath Keepers pled guilty, agreeing to cooperate with the government institutions. That cooperation to me signals that DOJ is looking higher up. Also, a lot of these guys have direct connections to Trump's most trusted people, Mark Meadows, Rudy Giuliani, Roger Stone, et cetera. And we have mentions from guilty pleas that these uh, paramilitary assholes were in direct contact 
with some of them though so far so far we don't know which ones doj is already working to get phone email text records from many trumps in his inner circle and war room with those efforts currently making their way through courts i've read several former prosecutors who say that any good prosecutor waits until all the evidence is collected before making a decision to indict and given the size scope and numerous challenges like slow moving courts and executive privilege claims we're probably nowhere near that point one former prosecutor said she would be very surprised to see any big indictments before the midterms. Uh, DOJ is charging conspiracy, not just individual crime, to the web that can always expand the more evidence comes in. DOJ is already investigating Rudy Bannon, Alex Jones, Sidney Powell, and a few more, and even have access to digital devices from some of them. They already have eight of Rudy's phones. Eight phones. Eight, shit. Um, <laughs> if DOJ was really yeah, looking. Nothing, nothing criminal, nothing criminal there, huh? I mean, maybe he just loses them a lot. I don't know. Sure, um, he does. <laughs> if he just has a drawer full of phones, he just opens yes. up like overflowing with phones. His drunk drawer is all iPhones. Um, if DOJ was really looking to not pursue charges against high-ranking Trump officials, I would have expected some leaks and resignations by now of DOJ employees who disagree with that policy. Finally, when and if Republicans regain the House, they don't really have any power to stop DOJ from proceeding with investigations the way it sees fit. DOJ operates independently from Congress, and even when Trump was president, it continued to investigate things like Russian interference in the 2016 election. Despite Trump trying to pressure them not to do so, a GOP-led House can bitch and moan and demand Garland resign, but can't force him to do that or to end any investigations. Biden, having already established that he won't let political considerations pressure or guide DOJ, will also already have a valid way to tell them to fuck off. Great episode, as always. Sorry this got so long. Fuck the freeloaders. Dang. Thank you. We appreciate that. That last line. Mike Rod and I had listened to uh, sister, the sisters in law. Rod sent it to me to listen to. Um, they were both uh, pro Merrick Garland and Garland and con Merrick Garland. They had it was a really good discussion. I'm I'm on the Jill, the Jill wine banks, wine bank side. Um, the fact that she's done, not the I shouldn't say that. I just I fuck with her. I fuck. I fuck with all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very I'm with her on this particular one. Um, but that's just she articulated it very well. Why I believe that I would suggest you all go check that podcast out. It's called Sisters in Law. Yeah, hashtag Sisters in Law with like so make sure you put that hashtag first. But right, it's man, I listen to them. It's one of the reasons I'm not that panicked yet because they all have leaked. A vast legal experience, right? Going all the way yeah. back to Watergate. So, yeah, like, right. when Jill was hearing them tell, like, hearing them, like, kind of speculate on like where the shit w- is fucked up, where it's good from their own experience, and then especially, uh, it's been a while ago, but when they talked about Merrick Garland and how it was before he gave that speech. I don't know if y'all remember the speech he gave yeah. uh, this year, but before he gave that speech, they were like, look, talking about anticipating it. And one of them brought up like, I fucking hate the media because we had a case that was getting a lot of media attention that we were doing and they speculated, they, they, they made shit up. They said we weren't doing a good job, blah, blah, blah. Then of course we come through with the conviction. We win. Then the media takes credit and goes, we put pressure on y'all and mm-hmm. we're the ones who made y'all do. And then like at no point did we ever have consideration for how the media was taking it 
We just wanted to win the fucking case. And whether that looks good or bad, they were going to say what they were going to say. And I mm-hmm. think she was so she was saying, like, maybe that's what Merrick Garland's doing. And then he gave that speech. And of course, everyone, even Jill, was like, fuck yeah. Cause you know, his speech was, we'll take this shit to the top. We're still investigating it. No one's safe. We coming for their ass. Back to work. And then right. media immediately goes, Yeah, wow, what a great speech. And then the next day, he ain't doing it. He ain't yeah, doing he enough. Ain't doing so, shit. <laughs> it's like you, you know, I appreciated their perspective because I do choose to be optimistic and it doesn't really serve to, I can't do anything about it. So I don't want to panic before it's time to panic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And one thing about that particular podcast, as somebody who might not know the law as detailed as they do, they actually break it down where, where uh, the most common person who might not mm-hmm. understand all the legal jargon be like, oh, okay, that's why that decision was made. Oh, okay. This yeah, they talking sense. about Roe v. Wade and they call that. Sh- I mean, a lot of us call Roe v. Wade, duh, mm-hmm. but I love that, you know, they were breaking down that Texas decision. Mm-hmm. And they was like, oh, Roe v. Wade is over then. Like, right. <laughs> they were like, yeah, this, <laughs> like, it, it, like, we're not shocked that the, they said as lawyers, they're more shocked that the decision leaked. That's the unprecedented part. But uh, the, uh, not unprecedented, but that's the big part that they were like, that was shocking. They were like, the decision isn't shocking because. Mm-hmm. A court that was going to protect Roe v. Wade would have never let that Texas abortion ban right. go into in the right. effect in the first place. Right. 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 We got a. That's, that's how I felt. We got a comment from Jonathan. We got a few comments. I don't know if we'll get to all of them, but I'll put Jonathan's at the top of the list just for the first sentence. Donks is back open. Okay. Oh, oh okay. shit. Donks, all right. Let's get to this. Donks returns. <laughs> so he said, okay. Donks is back open. And Barabbas was not on the cross uh, with Jesus. He was chosen by the crowd to be released from jail instead of Jesus. Okay, so. Oh, um, okay. Appreciate you. I didn't know the crowd had a vote. I had no idea that was the way that went down. Yeah, they got to pick one. Mm-hmm. Oh, they chose that dude? Jesus wasn't mm-hmm. a pick me. Mm-mm. Was there some like third party voters? Like, I'll vote for Jill Stein. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, oh, shit. I know a lot of people happy. Abbasi said, uh, well, Abbasi sent an email titled, What It Do? Sub three guys, Abbasi here just stopped by to drop a couple topics for you guys to touch on if you haven't already. They are as follows. Number one, Dave Chappelle, Dave Chappelle getting attacked on stage uh, pending. Um, that's in the queue. Do you think this is a natural evolution of shit due to Will Smith, Chris Rock things or are N-words just crazy? Uh, have you we'll guys come to ex- that. Have you guys experienced anything of this nature in your comedy careers? We'll get into that. I believe I recall water slash ice being thrown at, on or at Tim back in the day. Yes. That happened. Yeah. Um, he earned it, though. That happened. Yeah. <laughs> is this is this <laughs> the job of the comedy venue to have security, or do you feel this will be the responsibility of the okay, performer put that, going forward? Okay, put that whole email aside, Andy. Okay, here's part right two. Because we'll go back to that. Here's part two of the email. The death of Kevin Samuels, which... Uh, is, if you listen Monday, we talked about that. This shit was crazy and random as on Friday, May 6th, it was announced and confirmed by his mother that Kevin Samuels passed from a heart attack. I don't necessarily have an opinion of the guy, but I do understand his polarizing and provocative nature, which led to his seemingly random rise to fame in a brief time. What are your general opinions on Mr. Samuels? Um, and what do you guys think his legacy, if any, will be? I don't think he'll have a legacy. Uh, I don't no, think he was. No legacy. I think his legacy is all these uh, copycats on YouTube. Fuck and, shit, copycats. Uh, is, 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 yeah, and that and it is harmful. And um, they each get more extreme than him to the point where they actually don't fuck with him anymore. 
because he wasn't extreme enough in death. And I think that's on him. I could see that. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it could be like an offshoot. Like that's a little corner of the manosphere that kind of mm-hmm. grows out of this thing that he was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, number three. Oh, yeah. And, and Abbas says, will someone else try to step in in place and be the new him? Uh, 500 people will try to do that. Yes, yeah, they already that's- are doing that and they have been doing that. Yeah. So just before he died, he already had a legacy of uh, this black manosphere shit is big parts of him. And uh, even worse, the not worse, but there's been a response to it. That's like the black women that hate black men. Like a lot of this shit is on him, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. He sort of mainstreamed it. Um, number three, Abbas said, this one may be divisive and you also may not answer, but. Who would you guys say have been your favorite five guests on the pod? You know, you guys hmm. know my affinity for the SP one himself, Mike B. If I had to choose, it'll be, and this is Abbasi's list. Number one. Oh shit, top five. Number one, Mike B, Dale City slash Woodbridge stand up. Abbasi is from Woodbridge, so that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, number two, Rod and Karen. Rod's toggle between pure silliness and enlightening commentary is second to none. Karen's let me make you a plate baby energy never gets old. <laughs> uh, number three, early Dom when he was in his IG model face. <laughs> I used to tell him his, his Instagram feed looked like um, ESPN's bodies in motion. Uh, n- number four, Tim Miller once every 36 and a half months before he got the sugar. Well, he didn't really get the sugar. He just had some illness. <laughs> he had we'll, we'll call it the sugar, the sugar yeah, well, plus. Uh, he didn't have. He doesn't have the sugar. Let's just. No, he doesn't that. have the sugar. <laughs> and uh, number five, he's got a is, plus one. <laughs> number five is a tie between Liz Mealy and Courtney Farrington. That's an old school throwback for the day once. Yeah, Honorable yeah. mention number one goes to Chris Lambert. I wouldn't mind him being more frequent, as I feel the format of you guys, your guys' pod allows him to re- really flex his sense of humor and explore other aspects of his personality. Honorable mention number two. This is not a top five. This is like a top ten now. I'll mention number two goes to Mark the Shark Sturdivant. Okay. <laughs> I emailed, turned into a whole thing that I didn't originally intend, but yeah, we're here. I had time today. Y'all be easy. Thank you, Abbas. Here's um, the problem for me is um, when you talk, when you're talking guests, most of the people he named are people I don't look at as guests. That's the problem. Um, I look at guests as not so much one-offs. It's just people like, Chris Milner right. has been a really good guest. Um, Trish Alexandra, who I did a who I did a woke file with, was an excellent guest. Yeah, he's uh, more naming sock puppets. Yeah. yeah I think that's what he's doing. Yeah. And then from there, it's like Dr. April, Dr. April, Dr. April, <laughs> and mm-hmm. Ellie Mistel. Those are the woke. Oh, files. and uh, Marshall Warfield. Those are all. By the way, those are all. All the woke files are uh, available. Yeah. Mine is uh, on Patreon. Mine is that one dude that used to be a cop. <laughs> smart guy, real smart guy. <laughs> Michael A. Wood Jr. Smart guy. Well, Michael dude, A. Wood Jr. Uh, yeah, he's a uh... Jason Nichols. Y'all should have him back. Yeah. I'm about to Romaine. Yeah. <laughs> no, Romaine is is a sock puppet. puppet. Yeah, he is. Yeah, puppet. he's a puppet. Yeah. Uh, him who we shall not mention. Uh, yeah. And then there's also <laughs> the unspoken. Uh, yeah. 
You know who gets forgotten a lot these days because we never seem to hear from him. And, and it's Elton. Elton. Uh, <laughs> Elton. Happy mm-hmm. Elton. The last time I saw anything from Elton, he was on vacation with his girl. So I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah. happy Elton. That's the last yeah, thing yeah. I saw him posting. So Elton called me. This is, I remember the exact time I talked to him last. He called me in, it's how long it's been, August. And I haven't called him either. It's on me. He called me in August of last year because he was going to put together a, a show, a comedy show. He was asking like about, hey, are you available this day or that day? I don't know if it's going to happen yet, but I'll keep you posted. And then I guess it never happened. I literally never heard from him after that. So Elton uh, had his um, he had a day. He had his day when he was on all the time. And then also there's like Petey. We don't talk to Petey that much on the podcast. I still talk to him all the time. But yeah, I talk um, to him. Yeah, so there's a lot. If, if we really think about it, there's a lot. But that's not a bad list. I mean, you got Rod and Karen. No, that's Mike a D, strong list. Tim, Dominic, Frankie was uh, very popular yeah, when she was on Frankie, a lot. Now she's very busy, like doing a hundred doing things. Frankie things. Yeah, <laughs> getting on Curb Your Enthusiasm, you know, etc. Um, and Liz Mealy is also traveling the world doing yeah. comedy these days. Yeah, she locked into the world, and that's that. The world loves Liz. Yeah, so she's well, out yeah. there. Saw that coming. <laughs> yeah. Um. And then I'll do one more quick comment because we have a little bit of time crunch here. Uh, Ann Shell said, hilarious episode, y'all. That white reggae band sounds like a bad version of Maroon 5. The Grammys were trolling. <laughs> the white reggae this band. love has taken its toll on me. <laughs> she said goodbye. <laughs> hey, check out our new hit single. I kind of want to hear that now. <laughs> <laughs> our new hit single, White White Wine, guys. <laughs> Uh, we got two comments from Raphael. I, there's one that I bookmarked the article on. We'll get to that um, for next week for sure. We got some a backlog of comments. So we got a little bit of a, a time crunch, but, but Raphael sent us an article about a guy who knows where the gates of heaven are. <laughs> mm. And uh, it was a BBC article. Raphael be sending homework assignments. <laughs> <laughs> Pastor charges $700 fee to take people to heaven. He's charged a seven. That's a steal. That's that's cheaper than a lot of stakes. True. Um, <laughs> you'll get to heaven. He's in trouble for telling people he knows of a gate leading to heaven from southwestern Nigeria that he can show them for a fee. What? Okay, I guess I am reading the article. Pastor Adi Abraham was reported to police by one of his followers who said the pastor had charged him 310000 naira, which is $750, to see the supposed site in our Romi... Ubeshi town, uh, Akiti state. The cleric admitted that the BBC to the BBC, he had made the statements about heaven's gate saying it was the God he serves who revealed it to him to try his faith, the, the faith of his church members, but says he has not received any payment. Huh? So what happens when you go into the woods and there is no gate to heaven? I'm trying to understand what's illegal about it. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, here's the thing. It's, the the picture of the dude looks very griftery. Well, yeah, but I mean, is it illegal to tell people this fake shit about this fake shit? <laughs> Maybe it's not illegal. I mean, it's Raphael said that's a lot of money in Nigeria, seven hundred bucks. If you're um, the police and you call me and say this dude told me he could show me the gates of heaven, so I gave him enough money to buy a PlayStation Five. I'm just hanging up and laughing. <laughs> like, well, that was dumb. Uh, the par- the parishioner who reported him to police has since moved back home to condu- uh, 
Kaduna state, but his wife refused to join him, saying the rapture was coming soon. Oh, so she, she's oh. in on it, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the couple who do not wish to be named told the BBC they speak to each other on the phone every day. That's uh, nice. Collect call from heaven. Uh, <laughs> Pastor Ade. Will you accept the charges? Also known as Noah Abraham. It'll cost you $700. Uh, recently went viral with a video in which he asked worshipers to tell their relatives living overseas to contribute money to his church. All right, Noah Abraham, Jesus. He's a grifter then. Mm-hmm. I like that Raphael said there's more to the article. Really, none of this helped. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think this... <laughs> Those just felt like random statements. <laughs> 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 they say they talk on the phone every day. I mean, I guess he's not in jail. That's what we know. It seems like he's uh, not in jail. Nigeria is a wild place, man. <laughs> shouldn't be able to go to jail for this. I'm sorry. <laughs> Heaven's Gate. Maybe, maybe, I I maybe I should say the Nigerian faith community is a wild place. <laughs> come through the woods back here. There's a gate to heaven, but there's a little cover charge. Just come, yeah. come on. dollars. You know, listen, the Lord don't get by on thoughts and prayers alone. Okay. <laughs> That's not cutting it He no got more. bills. You know what I'm saying? Air, air conditioning is, is very expensive in heaven. And then he gets there and it's just like some trees. He's like, oh, the oh, gate's closed for maintenance. Sorry, guys. Yeah. No oh. <laughs> oh, you no should have got here a little earlier. It was, I swear it was here. It was uh, totally we'll open before. It was like Jesus was out here, you know, they were just hanging out. And it's like a it's like a roller coaster. Like, you gotta be this tall. But oh, you're just oh not tall enough. <laughs> <laughs> Come back next year, buddy. Raphael said he won't see jail. He's just he just has to give the police 300 from the 700 each. That's now see that's 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 a good grift. That's not bad. Yeah. Get the cops. Are they in it together? They shook them down, but you still get to keep four hundred. It's worth it. <laughs> Nigerian faith community is a wild place, man. Now you gotta get the police <laughs> in on it. This dude, you know what I'm saying? You gotta get the police <laughs> to start recruiting people and give them like you know like hey y'all get three hundred, I get four hundred. You know what I'm saying? The more people you can get to come <laughs> to the gate of heaven, the more we boom, we making money now. But also, though, if you're one of those people who paid and now you know the way to get there, can't you just go right. without paying anymore? Mm, you got can you show photo. other people? Can you charge other people like fake undercut them 500 bucks? So the gate of heaven has to move every day. That's a new rule. <laughs> it's, a, it's on and wheels. Everybody got to be blindfolded to make it to the gate of heaven. Oh, no phones true. either. No GPS tracking. Lock up your phone like you're at a Dave Chappelle show. Yeah. <laughs> you can't find out. Now Guys, how come I'm no the- one's tackled this this pastor on stage? Because <laughs> 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 you know he probably has an issue with trans people too. That goes without saying. <laughs> God, he got a towel location. around his neck. He's working. Of course, he's got a towel. He's got a wallet in his hand. It looks like yeah, this towel dude. Wallet. Yeah, shout out to the fat boy sweat towel. We in the house. Big, he needs a, just needs a bottle of water. Mm-hmm. Bottle of water, ten bucks. So that's like, uh, he look like why? Why he look like he telling somebody he ain't got their money? <laughs> <laughs> I said no refund. Come on, you got it. <laughs> look, I'm working. Lord, I spent it, the right? money. <laughs> I gave that money to God. Yeah, <laughs> the money, the money is with the Lord now. <laughs> Please, people, go home. I gave that money to God. Oh, he's holding a phone right here. He's holding a cell phone. Oh yeah. <laughs> this like, is my this is my me? express phone that that to connects me directly with God. This is how I got the 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 path to the to the the location of the path. I got it through this phone. <laughs> 
The Lord like, takes Cash App, Venmo, and PayPal. <laughs> he's, got, he's, ah! got, he's got like a couple like 20s sticking out from under his hat. <laughs> <laughs> Raphael said, I missed the part where he moved his church from one part of the country to another to prepare for the rapture before charging them for the gate to heaven. Which pissed some members off who returned home. Oh, that's why the husband and wife are in different uh, areas now. God told God told me on my on my special God phone that he we had to move the location of the church. Man, where is my money? Where is my money? Hold on, this is him now. You <laughs> know, hello, <laughs> Jesus. To hello. <laughs> to move the church, you must give me three hundred dollars a piece. His ringtone <laughs> is Hallelujah. It just comes on. <laughs> and it says "Call from God." It's just one of his buddies. And they just put God on his phone as the name. <laughs> Hey God, you got I got a bad signal here. Can you uh let's call back? Call me back. Call me back, God. It's rain time go off. It's probably uh getting to the money. Everybody <laughs> man. Where the money money at? Where the money at? That's how he comes in the church. Where their money at? Where their money at? Bitches, get money at where money at? Hold on, I must take this. <laughs> ah, G- Hello, Jesus. <laughs> What's that? It's my birthday. These prisoners are like, you know, I don't think someone who talks to God will be on Sprint. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, Verizon, are you sure? <laughs> he start. he pick up the phone and be like, hold on, they're at the gate now. I am with them now. Oh, please open the gate. This is so embarrassing. I'm, he normally answers the gate. Hello? Hello? I think we got disconnected. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking cricket wireless, man. You can't handle this shit. What else we got, Andy? Uh, we got. I mean, let's save the other comments because we got. We want to talk about Chappelle before yeah, we're on yeah. a time crunch. Oh, and I had an update on the um, on Turkey Hut. Uh, okay. okay, my man Rohan from Reconstructed Fitness. Uh, he's from Houston. He said uh, there is a reason why there is a uh, bikini dress code, and no, it has nothing to do with a water park. And we'll be talking about it face to face. But the cover so charge. Said, the he said they'd be wild and they'd be wild and I knew it. So I know the bikini because the, 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 like the bikini part is yeah. like all I'm saying is I called it. I called it. <laughs> yeah. Don't listen to Twitter. Twitter will make your black business go under <laughs> trying to <laughs> trying to not be respectable. You ain't gonna have no fucking business because you're gonna have well, everybody popping have have next, have to have to next time we see each other. Face well, also that hundred dollar cover <laughs> charge. That hundred dollar charge could be seen as an entry to the gates of heaven. I mean, you're going in. don't know. Girls heaven. Turkey's falling. We off still the don't know if they put that hundred dollars towards the bill. That's, right. that's what I need to know. Is it a hundred dollars? Yeah, that's what I need bill, to know. Too. You know, or is it just a hundred dollars? You know, that's that's all I want to know. Right. Hundred dollars towards the bill, I'm good. But you know, and right. and if you don't spend the whole hundred dollars, we'll give you the the change of the of what's left. Ooh. But I'm with you on that. I needed to go towards as long as it go towards the bill. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and like I talking said, about we keeping your hundred dollars and then you put no, nah, I ain't doing it. <laughs> okay, so wisdom say it goes towards the bill, you don't get the change. Okay, yep, sounds good. I'll yeah. spend over a hundred dollars. Don't so worry you're about forcing that. me to get a hundred dollars. Don't worry, okay. I'll well, take yeah. uh, I'll I'll figure it out. Oh, yeah, yeah. we're gonna get uh, <laughs> yeah. over a hundred dollars. To be honest, I, I can do a hundred by myself. Cause I yeah, can take I some mean, home. We're talking about that. I mean, we'll. I'll do a hundred if if the three of us go out to eat. We'll do a hundred easy. You're gonna easily do a hundred. Mm-hmm. But I would like. But when you tell, like, all you did was raise the stakes, baby. I'm like, what's the most expensive shit then? <laughs> right. Let's get. Cause I'm gonna get my hundred. It's like when you get one of them weird ass. Y'all remember when they used to have, like it wasn't Groupon. Mm-hmm. It was the, the ones before, that the kids used to sell. It was books. the one before. Not even the books. It was the one before Groupon. 
and it was like a coupon thing where you you pay a certain amount and you get like it's like you can go out and it's like but you got to spend fifty dollars living spend, social you, one of those types of things yes, yes. it was living social it's like okay. you okay. get twenty five dollars off if you spend seventy five <laughs> Hey man, I was Shannon Sharp to that shit. You know, <laughs> there ain't no problem. There ain't no problem. <laughs> ain't no problem. Yeah, no problem. All you Turkey did was leg. tell me to get the filet mignon. Let's do it. I've never <laughs> had filet mignon. Now I want it. <laughs> this is Turkey Leg Hut's menu. I mean, the fries are eighteen bucks. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. get a hundred yeah. out of this. Slump yeah, well, between Let's between, go. like I said, if I went with if I went with if the three of us went, me and me and my ladies went, we could yeah, we could do that. Yeah. <laughs> If just, me my, if just me and my one lady went, we could Ooh, do that. crawfish mac and cheese. Let's go. You got to get an appetizer off tops. Now, look I'm at not an ap- I'm not an appetizer guy, but if I'm sitting on $100, I'm doing the appetizer. Now you're getting right. Or drink something. Like, you yeah. got to get something because oh, yeah. it's $100. I could, I'm, I'll make it work, is all I'm saying. I'll make it work. They got all these different. <laughs> think, think pretty in the chat room said the menu makes me want to nap. You're damn right. Because <laughs> if, if you walk in here without the coupon, you probably going to do maybe you do an appetizer. If not, you're going to probably do like a turkey leg, one of the like flavored one or stuff. And then that's about $50 of food. And you, and right. You it, right. Well, but, once you throw in a drink, that's it. Right. But once you throw in the size. Oh, and you got to buy size separate. Oh, that's a whole right. other mm-hmm. thing. But if you tell me a honey. Oh, it's that ain't now. I'm glad you said it because I wouldn't have bought the Cajun turkey leg, but I'm gonna get it now because you just told me I gotta get up to a hundred. This is motherfucking. This is now uh, the the fucking price is right. We playing games. Yeah, the oh, burgers are nineteen bucks. Over there too? Yeah, they yeah, gotta, I could I could make this. Sandwich. I could easily do this. Even Chicken even just get a salad. I get that cop salad. This sandwich don't make no sense. Grilled yeah. sliced chicken breast, grilled shrimp <laughs> with Kobe Jack cheese, avocado, applewood, smoked bacon, fresh lettuce, red ripe tomatoes, and yeah, some I'm house sauce. Go, I'm gonna need a to-go box on Texas just, toast. Yeah, just cut the sandwich in half, that put the other half in the to-go box. Don't make no logistical sense. I bet you that shit flames though. Yeah, yeah I, oh yeah, I don't get this shit that work. And if alcohol count towards the hundred. Yeah, they got all these drinks. 10 bucks, 15 bucks. 10, 15 bucks. Thug I'm going to have at least two drinks, too. Come on, thug, passion. thug Passion. Passionate Thugs. Thug. I'm going to have at least two drinks. So, so you got Thug Passion. Ooh, you they got, got one called Side Piece. Let's go, Side Pieces. Side piece. H-Town Rising. <laughs> Loud Lion. Loud Lin. Oh, Lion. Lin. I'm lying. <laughs> yeah. And they also got the Hennessy Turkey Leg. And I'm gonna get the Ciroc, the Ciroc turkey leg. Mango I'm going to get the Hennessy. Ciroc mango habanero. I'm going to get the Hennessy turkey, turkey leg. That's $20. Yeah. I get red beans and rice. I get the, I just that's go ahead and get the large. What the fuck ever. So that's 10 more dollars. So I'm already yeah, sitting we're going on large 30. on all the sides. I'm already on sitting on side. 30, 35. And I'm going to get two drinks. It's yeah. going to be a 150 easy. Plus 10. I'm going to get two drinks. That's, that's going to be about. $25 drinks. So I'm sitting on, yeah, I've already blown past 50 yeah. myself. <laughs> by right. myself, yeah. And if right. and even for even if you eating by yourself, you can work this out to where you get food, a side, a couple drinks, and you can't get the extra money back. So it's like that's your tip. Yeah. 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 Boom. Right. Like y'all ain't did nothing but make it easier for me. I don't, <laughs> and I'm glad y'all did it because it intimidate the other niggas from coming so I can get a seat. <laughs> <laughs> 
Right. <laughs> and, right. That, and that's the thing. They want to be sure that you're going to come in here and blow some money. This is right? an introvert's dream right here. Oh, and there's some cake. I'll take the cake home. So, right. I ain't yeah. got yeah. that. Yeah, because whatever I don't need you boxing up, I'm taking home. Oh, for sure. No, yeah, no four hundred dollars is coming with me. <laughs> no, no, I don't give a fuck if it's alcohol. Put <laughs> <laughs> that shit in the to-go cup. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry, you we can't worry we can't about legally, the Look, you took my hundred dollars. <laughs> the, the rest of this ain't got nothing to do with you. That's just to, the to-go menu, by the way. There's a whole different dining menu. Damn. <laughs> Ooh, Alfredo <laughs> shrimp stuffed turkey leg. Let's go. I can make this. I can make this work. The, yeah, the, the, the turkey leg that's 30 bucks. The dine in menu is more expensive. The to go menu is probably smaller portions. True, yeah. All right, well, now we're doing a Hennessy circle. That's 20 dollars again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a lot of the One same bait, stuff, but man. probably bigger. Baked potatoes, pasta, yeah, yeah, Cajun bowl, dirty rice, crawfish, mac and cheese. Top, okay, 17 dollars for eight wings, yeah. Yeah, what they're already expensive. They meet they say wings jumbo, but you can't trust They say jumbo, but every menu say jumbo. Yeah. yeah. Oversized. Jumbo wings. <laughs> These chickens couldn't stand up. That's our guarantee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and neither will you after you eat this food. Yeah. <laughs> right. You're gonna be laying down like these chickens. <laughs> <laughs> Shark chicken tacos, 15 bucks. Big boot on balls. That, that's about okay. the cheapest thing. It's like 10, 15 bucks for like an appetizer. I mean, fries. but that seemed like the kind of place you can go in and just get an appetizer and get full. I'll eat jerk chicken yep. tacos and be full on that. Yep. Mm-hmm. I get jerk chicken tacos and a drink. That's $40 right there, probably. Yeah, there's a drink menu. Stony so. Island. Yeah, you could eat the hundred bucks actually doesn't doesn't deter me at all. I mean, I mean it'll yeah. deter other people, I guess, but they yeah, know what they doing. doing. I got I got the riff raff out of there. I got I got turkey hut turkey hut reserve seat money. I can do that. I can make yeah. that happen. They try to get the element out of there. That's all that yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, that's what Rohan was saying. Wait. So uh, yeah. I'll check in with him Monday. I'll listen, I'll it's the kind of conversation that we like to have in the community. Yeah. So, you know, unfortunately, <laughs> Turkey Leg Hut got a little too popular, and now <laughs> it's the conversation has gotten outside the community, but Everyone within the community definitely understands why certain rules come into place. Mm-hmm. And it's always, it don't start that way. It always ends up that way because certain yeah. people decide they're going to fuck your business up. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. Sometimes it's they your own owner it. having sex in the bathroom, but you know, you yeah. Gotta- hey, man, let yeah, that go. So now we got to have a <laughs> Whatever he's got to do to get that, get that food tasting like that. That's right. Yeah. If I got to that's slime it, that's your process for this money to come in, process. that's what I'll do. Can right. I order we the? All gotta, uh, we all got a work process. Can I get that's the legs yours? in the air platter, please? <laughs> if that's what you need. <laughs> After you come out the bathroom, that's how you get inspiration. You be like, I got it. Big booty and balls. Yeah, that's his. <laughs> that's his work process. I'm fine with we it. We got to do more things that are stuffed. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine with it. So let's get into this. Uh, the, the beating. <laughs> let's watch. Let's watch real quick. TMZ got the full video, of course, of uh, what led up to it. Behind me on the DJ table is one of the most prolific producers that hip hop has ever presented, the mighty man Lil. Ladies and gentlemen, make some noise for hip hop history. Oh, there it goes. Somebody said they slipping on purpose. Is this a sketch? 
That's what they were trying to figure out. Yeah. No, that was somebody that really tackled Dave. I am going to kill that. Wait, I gotta see this. The beatdown is just taking place. Well, they're, they're, yeah, they're whooping his ass. Wood Jr. Uh, when you see the picture, when you hear when you hear black hey, white folks, when you hear somebody black say he got folded up, this is what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> There's really not much of a backstage area. It's all just out there. Thank God that was clumsy. John Stewart right there. He's back there getting stomped. Where did that come from? Thank you, sir. It was a, it was a trans man. Of course. Now, the context for that is that right before this, he was joking about how he's had to beef up security because he's got a lot of threats because of his last special. Mm -hmm. So he was kind of riffing on what he was talking about before that. Okay. So, um, yeah, he was about to introduce. Sound like deaf. he had a breath like me up there. Woof. <laughs> right. Hmm. Like he he didn't uh, he didn't get hit that hard, but um, he was about to introduce most deaf to quality. And then this mm -hmm. guy runs up on stage. And, and then uh, at some point, uh, Rock got off got off the probably the line of the night. Is that Will Smith? <laughs> got off the line yeah, he of the said night. it was Will Smith. Yeah. Um yeah, there's yeah, they beat the they beat the they 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 dislocated and reversed his arm. Ouch. <laughs> that, that shit makes me laugh so hard. <laughs> yeah, someone said it was like they they took his arm off and put it on backwards. <laughs> that's that's a reversal. <laughs> dislocated they, uh, and reversed his arm. He now that guy, the guy who attacked him, uh, his he he's a rapper. Yeah, he's got music sure. on Spotify. Sure. Um, you know who else has music on Spotify? Sebastian. What's what's Claw's first name? <laughs> what's what's Claw's first name? He's on SoundCloud. You can, anyone can oh. be on. from Black Panther. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, ouch! <laughs> that looks very very painful. Yeah. Is it dislocated? No, I'll tell you what it's painful, love, when they put it back into place. <laughs> it's dislocated. Yeah, it's going the <laughs> other way. He ain't feeling nothing right there. It's painful when it goes back into place. Yeah, look, they look they, like a Barbie doll arm, you know, twist it the wrong way. Yeah. Dave Chappelle was making jokes. He was like Buster Rhymes and Jamie Foxx stomped the dude out, which maybe that was a joke. Maybe it was real. I don't know. <laughs> it could be real. And he was like, oh, I was joking, guys. I was joking. No, they stomped people, him out. People did <laughs> the ghetto oh, boys no! Photoshop. <laughs> We can't be cropped, is what it says. <laughs> Willie D posted that. So anyway, uh, to answer Abbasi's questions, um, this does happen from time to time. Now, it's not very common, but it does happen. It has happened. Uh, there are occasionally videos where you see a comic like wielding the mic stand, trying to. We we watched a couple of them on the on the podcast before, so it happens. It just doesn't usually happen on a big stage like this. And also, mm -hmm. uh, 
you know, things, it's just like anything else. Everyone has a phone now. So things are getting more exposed. Um, Abbas said, do you think this is a natural evolution of shit due to Will Smith, Chris rock? That's interesting. Um, I'm hearing a lot of that. Um, DL Hughley has spoken very eloquently on that and he feels that way. Here's the thing is, is this threat. That's what people don't seem to understand. This threat has always hung over stand-up comedians. Because what kind of security do most places have? Yeah, more so than any other art form. It's kind of hung over the, the head of sin, unless you want to say poetry, which no one's rushing a poet, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but this threat has always kind of been, I've been in venues where there's been fights on say It's, yeah, it, this threat has always hung over us. Um, I think the Will Smith has brought it to the consciousness of everybody. But comedians know that the shit has been hanging over us all the time. What I think is different is that there is a large group of people who are now like, yes, the performer deserved it. Right. I think that's, that's the different. problem. Because I, I the, there was no there was none of that when I was first when I was first coming up. There was none of that of yes, the performer deserved it. Even if no matter what the comic was saying, if somebody started shit with him or something like that, there was no thing of, yeah, and the, the performer deserved it. But now there's a large section of, yes, and the performer deserved it. You hear a lot of people saying that about Chris Rock. Yes, he deserved to get slapped by by Will Smith. Tiffany Haddish. I think it was one of the most beautiful things ever. You know, there's there's a large section of that now. And, and that is different. Well, I think yeah, the attitude might be different. I think the two incidents don't really compare that much because one was not at a comedy show or in a comedy club. It was at the Oscars. Right. And people could rush the stage anytime at the Oscars prior to this. It wasn't like uh, a comedian doing a set. It was a guy in, like pre- like presenting an award. And the guy who rushed him was a famous guy. So it's it's there's a lot of variables there that don't really happen in comedy clubs. Uh, yeah. Um, also, like they knew each other and somewhat had a history. Yeah. Uh, unlike obviously this fan uh, quote or whatever this person was, uh, this was not, this is like some perceived parasocial shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This person also, it appears is uh, mentally ill. Yeah. yeah. His brother so, came out and said that. Yeah. It doesn't sound, it, it sounds like been in and out of homeless shelters for a while. Like I think I, y'all are comedians. So, you know, y'all, you know, y'all would know better than me, obviously, but, I think comedians by nature are very, you know, myopic, kind of have to be to do the job. And there's a like perceived level of like importance where it's like they coming to get us and and whatever. Well, I'm I'm not sure that 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 this is going to become a thing of like everyone's just running on stage trying to hurt comedians. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think the realization that it has always been this way. Yeah, well, yeah, it's always comedians <laughs> are really coming to grips with because, and that's why I didn't dismiss it. I know everybody thought it was, you know, let's fuck these people for saying it. I didn't feel bad when comedians, especially those who were friends of Chris Rock, were like, Yeah, I'm traumatized, I'm scared. I yeah. don't because they were just coming to the realization before this shit happened with Chappelle of, Oh, so we just out here, yeah, okay, oh, oh okay, and that my homie got slapped, and now I'm thinking. Am I gonna get slapped? It's a it's a fear, but it's probably a one little... of the best of us, by the way. Well, also, <laughs> one of the, I mean, one of the in, best of us in the clubs, like because Abbasi said, it's the job of, of of the venue to have security. Yeah, but they don't. The smaller clubs don't they, really have security. That's that's right. another uh, thing. Is if you rush me on stage, I'm not 
particularly concerned with somebody. I tell you the truth, somebody rushing me on stage doesn't particularly concern me. Um, There's no metal detectors. I could I could take care of myself. So you know, this guy right. had it. This guy had a knife. You know. Yeah, I'll go head up see, with you. Did you see the knife gun? Yeah, yeah you say a knife gun. That's I mean, the I'll weapon go, of a. Oh, that's the weapon I'll, of a not serious person. Yeah, right. it's 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 a nut. So I mean, just take a look person. at this gun. When the knife is folded, you put your finger on the trigger. You cut your finger. Yeah, yeah like, that's not a serious weapon. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll go head up with you. I don't I don't have a problem with that. The problem though is that after whatever happens happens, the club is going to blame me. Right. And we've seen that a million times. Well, I, I look at it like always this. sides with the the audience, which is we've, crazy, which is always situations, been, but that's where... always been crazy to me. And again, that's another thing that has always existed for for performers. But we've we've seen situations where people don't get people will stand up and walk up on stage. We just saw that with uh, if that was a video a few months ago. The, mm-hmm. the woman walked up on stage like they don't always rush you, but they do yeah, walk. But up. nobody does anything. But that's what I'm saying. All security. This- the security will not necessarily, me. depending on the club, some managers are very uh, vigilant about that. Many are not. Sometimes the wait staff will help get the person off. Um, but also, I mean, you know, there's no, there's like someone was trying to make this about like uh, liberals and conservatives and all that. I think when, uh, you know, liberal crowds tend to just voice displeasure, you know, but yeah. the times when I've felt threatened, it's been from like a MAGA dude or whatever. Yeah, MAGA, MAGA you know, audiences. Like they'll, audiences. they'll sort of give you a glare and you don't really know. They could have a weapon. They could have something uh, that the club can't screen for. And, you know, it's not just like going to be a fight where you fight and the club blames you. It could be something where the person does something to you and you aren't really around or available to, to take the blame. So that is possible. And everything is is amplified these days. So displeasure, heckling might turn into rushing the stage. I don't know if it will, but it's it's happened before. I mean, I don't know if anyone's right. been really like injured from it, like a comic, but it's happened. <clears throat> and I, I think also Dave is kind of courting it. Not, you know what I'm saying? I don't mean like he wants someone to rush the stage, mm-hmm. but like of all the comedians, he's the one that's the most like antagonistic with this shit right now. Yeah. Um, and the biggest name. So I think uh not, not shitting on anybody, but it's a little bit like get over yourself. You're you they're not coming for you because you ain't right. doing what Dave doing like Dave's doing it. Like this mentally ill person wrote a song about wrote a song called Dave Chappelle that had nothing to do with Dave Chappelle two right. years ago just because his name was big. Like it's like this might this some different level shit. Uh, no offense to the people that are concerned. Yeah, the, the the random guy in the club is a drunk guy who took offense, misunderstood a joke, and is a violent drunk. Right. And that's a thing that does happen from time to time. Or the violent drunk woman who has a guy who's now got to have her back. Again, pushing and shoving and security dragging them out and all that happens uh, not every night or anything, but happens from time to time. Uh, getting on stage and standing there happens. Rushing you and attacking you is pretty rare. I've had things thrown at me. I've had silverware thrown at me. Um, I've had people basically say, don't talk about that. Like in a very like mm-hmm. sort of menacing way, like you better not or else type of type of a vibe. I don't know what or, what, or else would have been, right. but you know, there's been like a threat, uh, like that, but, um, you know, this is relatively rare. And just cause these two incidents happened at the same time within a month of each other, doesn't mean as a trend Two two data points doesn't make a trend, you know, and so. you got to remember too, like, 
you're talking to people that are stand-up comedians mostly because they got beat up at some point right so a lot of them yeah so obviously this is gonna trigger some shit in them fight or flight type shit you know what i mean it's their worst nightmare coming back you did all this shit to get to be the one on stage with holding a mic telling everybody how you feel and the idea that somebody can just attack you bully you or whatever i mean that's a triggering thing to witness and it's gonna make you go inward it's gonna make you be like how do i feel about it and how can we change it so that this can't happen to me and right as relic randall pointed out uh nigga it's always been the case you already well, been doing good. this job mm-hmm. with this possibility for however long you've been doing stand up this is what it's been yeah it's always it's always been it's the threat of it's always been hanging over our head but like i said we have no we have no unless you bring security with you which dl hughley's been doing for years yeah. unless you bring security with you you have no real thing and i've, I've been in clubs where club owners will ask me somebody will be heckling what do, what do we do what do we do with the manager well, what i don't like if i can kick that guy out well right. I mean, we have to take care of the bill and I, so kick them out but they don't it's it's they show you what's more important what's more important mm-hmm. is that money you don't matter mm-hmm. you know what's more important is that money they'll let people talk to you any kind of way mm-hmm. they'll let people i saw i was at a show i was emceeing a show years ago in austin and a, a woman in the audience took the mic from the comic mm-hmm. and the club manager said next to me said well i would kick her out but this is just so funny i'm like kick that bitch out yeah who cares the fuck about it being funny didn't y'all play a clip from avion crockett this year that's the one yeah Yeah, the woman's on stage yeah yeah Yeah. she has to go right Right. now yeah i didn't pay for her i didn't pay to see her staff doesn't grab her and take her out immediately that's the staff get up on the stage and be like you got to go right now Right. Because if I kick her in no. the chest, well, we don't want to touch her because there may be a lawsuit or we don't want right. to. We don't want to do this. So you're just going to let her be up on this. I don't know what's in this bitch's head. Right. I have no idea what's or in this what's in her head. pocket. That's the right. other thing. Or what's like, in her really pocket. Know. If 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 you're Atheon Crockett and she gets up on stage, you really have two choices there. Mm-hmm. You know, he chose a third choice was I'm going to say and talk to her. But the actual two choices are fight or flight. Those are right. your two choices because you don't know what she's doing. But because it's in the package that it's in, you as Atheon thinks, well, I, I can just stand here. I'm not have to retreat from my ground and I'm just going to stand here and talk to shit out. But that's really not true. You got lucky. Yeah. You got lucky. Either punch that bitch out and render her incapacitated so she can't do anything to you or retreat to the green room and let them deal with it. You know, but instead you stand and you engage with her. Fuck that. Mm-mm. Fuck that. And that's where the those club days, is like, that's where the club is. Oh, look like done. you were look like you were having fun up there. Like they'll say that after right. the show. Mm-hmm. Like you said, I didn't want to step in because it seemed like you were enjoying that. I was like, no, I'm I'm just trying <laughs> I'm to not enjoying it. But see, that's going. that's and this is the thing. Okay, so that's a lie. And then the social contract kicks in where I have to be like, now we're having a conversation about what you know was a lie. You know I wasn't enjoying that. You right. just didn't want to do anything. Mm-hmm. Because you didn't want to, you didn't want to indemnify yourself. That's why you did. That's why you just you were gonna let me take care of everything. Maybe you the know. guy just hated Black Star. He didn't want them to come out. That's possible. Maybe it was like, DJ High Tech. Album is trash. <laughs> it was <Yeah>. High Tech. <laughs> it was, it was high Dom- tech. It was Dominic Rivera. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't come for this shit. Trash. 
play some Master P. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think this is probably an isolated incident. And it's also a thing where they go after Chappelle because he's famous. Uh, a random guy in a club wouldn't have a crazy person rush them, most likely. And, you know, Chappelle said he has new security, so maybe they'll just be up front, like at a concert, and, you know, mm-hmm. or in front of the stage. You're going to get the, the fruit of Islam. <laughs> right, right, like Michael Jackson did. Right, you don't get that right. same person that tackled them guys train hard right on the floor so. in the NBA game. Oh <laughs> yeah, with the of Islam. <laughs> some NBA security cards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get that NBA security dude out there. He would took care of that shit. <laughs> all he needs is a lane. <laughs> yeah, yeah open never lane. made it on stage. Get up out about. your seat. You out. <laughs> Once the lockdown's kind of ended and, and then we saw this behavior, people going after flight attendants. There was a guy who ran mm-hmm. on, a, on the court during a Wizards game. There's, there's been more of this. And right. maybe yep. this is just it's not a comedy thing or a comedy club thing. It's just the way things are right now with people being locked up for a couple of years, mental Ill, mentally ill people getting more mentally ill, not getting treatment. Right. And then but just there, is a, these- there is a thing of, oh, Will Smith. Oh, you can do that. There is a thing of that. Well, yeah, copycats. Yeah, for sure. Because there was no consequence to Will Smith in in the direct moment, who, as I've thought about it more and more, I blame both Will Packard, the people for the the people for the uh, Oscars and all the people sitting in that crowd. (laughs) I blame everybody except uh, the host of the show and Chris Rock. And Will Smith. Well, he's he it goes without saying that he's to be to blame for that. But you got to get him the fuck out of there. No, I mean, I don't blame Will Smith. He's back in therapy and uh, he's taking a spiritual tour. <laughs> oh, OK. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on. What, what more can we expect from the man? You know? Yeah, he's an yeah, indie. Man, you know, it was funny. Chris Rock made a joke like, at least you got slapped by the crazy person. I got slapped by the softest nigga to ever make a rap album. <laughs> and I saw people like shitting on him like he's still making jokes. I was like. He got slapped. Yeah, he yeah. got assaulted. He, he is a comedian. He, got assaulted. he can say whatever he wants about yeah, it. He's the like, one who got assaulted. He's the that's literally now. light work from this dude. Like, right. that's right. not really that harsh, man. <laughs> yeah. It was a obviously unplanned aside. What did you want him to say? Yeah, he got assaulted. Yeah. What's he supposed like to say? Else, though, something happens to, to you and you as a victim just shut the fuck up. They had, like, they had like he's supposed to get on stage and be like, I deserve to be slapped. I think a lot of people do believe that. I should have said that about Jada. I mean, I know he slapped me and it was wrong, but I bear some responsibility because I shouldn't have said what I said about Jada. You know what? Fuck you if you believe that. That's He's making crazy. jokes. That's, that's fuck, the you type. If you, fuck you if you believe that. You can think it's Stop a whack it. joke. Like, I think it was kind of a whack dated joke, but slapping people is, come on, man. Come on, man. We don't really believe that. That's one of those <laughs> no. things where you think you believe it, and then think, I just want you to extrapolate it out to the fullest extent. Think of a motherfucker that you do agree with making a joke you do like. Yeah. But the person that's the target of the joke feels offended and believes they can physically assault that person. Right, you have a do fit. you still think we slap people for jokes we don't like? Mm-mm. I doubt it. I mean, look, y'all know how I feel about about slaps my uh my record is pretty clear on this uh, don't put your hands on me but i'm also a pick your spots type person and that's not the spot for it yeah <laughs> that's uh, not the yeah it's not the spot it's neither the time nor the place <laughs> you know pick your pick your spot and well, i believe he goes that. all the way back to how can she slap with you like right. that's when i remember yeah. you going on record I can, yeah, how can she slap? Uh, how can she slap? Is the question. <laughs> yeah, like that was the whole point. How can she slap? Because <laughs> no, that's not the time or place. 
Yeah, it's a time. And, it's a time and place situation. I'm. <laughs> but like I said, I don't look the Will Smith thing. I get it, whatever. But I just don't see it as like the, every person that do some sh- crazy shit now gonna go back to like they canceled Bright at, at the sequel to Bright on Netflix, which was never gonna get greenlit anyway. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. right. Because Netflix had to cut all that money because they they fucked up. And then people was like, this is because the slap. I was like, nigga, not everything is... We're not <laughs> no. living in the Will Smith slap universe. Some yeah. shit is going to happen because it was already <laughs> happening. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, no, everything is not. <laughs> slow down. Slow down. And on that no, no, no we got to slow this down. We got to bring this home. I got to go pick up um, some uh, flowers. Oh, okay. you said your baby had a play? Oh, uh, a quick thing like that she had a she was in a play her first play yeah two nights she went to the first night um speaking of slap <laughs> she had to slap this kid oh no and, she yeah she slapped, she slapped she slapped she slapped the shit out this kid uh, yeah. <laughs> they said because the kid told her um you know go ahead he told because two different two different nights two different people doing the play one's and one's the lead one's the understudy the understudy went the first day Ava went on the closing the closing show. So the understudy, shit, Ava reared back and hit the kid. And the kid told him, you just hit me out because he gets in. He oh, he's a down. macho, like 14 year old. Yeah, he also really likes take it. it. He also really likes Ava. This is Not anymore. <laughs> this is the boy. This is the boy that likes Ava. Now sweet, with that handprint on his sweetheart, face. Sweetheart, sweetheart of a kid. I was pretty impressed by him. He came over, reminded me a lot of Chris Lambert, who I immediately called. Um, he came over. I I hadn't got there because I was running late from work, and uh, came over to meet my. Are you Ava's mother? I'm I'm Nakai. Came over to meet meet my wife and my in laws, and then he came up to me after the show. Hello, sir. I'm Nakai. I hope you enjoyed the play. I'm so happy that you came. He's sweet. He's a sweet kid. He's a sweet kid. He's he's big love. He's 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 a little fluffy. He's big sexy. My wife, my daughter don't care about that. He's a sweet. She, my daughter called him a big sweetie. So she's she's oh. she's fighting with herself trying to figure out if she likes this boy or not. Asking so, us all kind of questions. Did she was she surprised by the strength of her own slap? Yeah, she told me afterwards. She yeah. said, "I think I, I think I hit him too hard." Yeah, because because <laughs> when you're in a play, you ain't supposed to go full strength. I said, I said, I try. I said, "Do you think you hit him?" Say, I said, "What? Why?" I kind of agree with Will Smith now. Yeah. <laughs> I said, well, "What did I say?" That's so what did good. he say? And she was like, well, he said it was OK. I said, all right, well. And then he came over and hugged her before he left. You know, He's like swallowing blood. I'm fine. Okay, <laughs> yeah. fine. Spitting that, out teeth. That toxic masculinity wouldn't let him. He had to go. He had to go around the corner. Ah, I <laughs> saw his face. Shit. Uh, no, I was like, well, I kind of put that on the director, too. She should have told them how you yes. do a sage slap, you know, <laughs> not a real slap. It was only three boys in the play as him, and he was very boy. He was going for his a musical too. He was going for his moments. Oh, <laughs> oh really? Yeah. He, he might was. not have to worry about like he might. I mean, look, maybe he's <laughs> you know, never know. He hey, Phil, singing. I bet you he did was like, how could she slap? She slapped too hard. He was singing, he was singing and dancing. He he was going for his moments. Oh, adorable. Yeah, he's a, he's a he, yeah, he's a cute, he's a sweet boy. 
My wife was I mean, very taken. He's too good at musicals. He might be gay. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh no, not the way he's calling Ava. Unless he wants, I'm unless he wants her to uh, give him some her fashion tips. I'm just saying. Like I've that. seen that boy, tips, makeup. I've seen straight. I've seen straight people in musicals, and it's it's not for us. We don't got that it. boy is for that boy is relentless. <laughs> other than Chris Lambert, other than Chris, other, other than Chris, Chris Lambert, let me just. Say, oh, we don't know Chris. No, just, <laughs> that boy is relentless. Listen, you get too good at musicals. This just how it goes. Not your fault, but so, but you ain't make the rules. I think, yeah. he's, I think for him, it's the he told me the first. I just I love to perform. I was like, well, you're in the right, you're in the right thing, son. <laughs> you know, stay, stay with it. So there you go. So I got to go take care of something. But that quick shout out. Uh, I got a text from Martin Amini the other day, comedian Martin Amini. He was having breakfast with someone who turns out to be a podcast fan. I didn't get her name, but she said she's a fucking freeloader. So, uh, yeah. well, thank shout you. Shout out to her. Shout out to her. Whoever was shout out eating her. with Martin Amini. Thank you. We'll be hearing our thoughts on Kevin Samuel. <laughs> <laughs> nope, you missed out. <laughs> so, Chalas gets. <laughs> and thanks guys for coming in with us we appreciate y'all as always I want to thank rod and karen for coming in uh hbo and and the black eye tips own we want to thank them for coming in as always and thank all of you for sitting in with us today we appreciate y'all as always chat room anybody got anything they want to hit uh dave Chappelle across the face no uh, <laughs> there you go other than that any than comedian that. if they talk about my wife there you go <laughs> there you go <laughs> there you go all right y'all uh we'll be back on monday hope you enjoyed today's podcast as i've already said and uh this is late for thursday listeners but for mothers once again happy mother's day to all every mother involved uh, within the sound of my voice. And uh, if this is Thursday, happy belated Mother Day to all of you. There we go. All right, let's take it out. Same order. I'm Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. I'm Kieran Morrow. And I'm Rod Morrow. We have three guys on, and we are out. out.